Should you pay off your mortgage or should you invest those funds? Now, this is a very common question that many individuals have. And the common assumption or the common answer that we see online is that if the expected rate of return in the stock market is greater than what your mortgage rate is, then simply just put it into the stock market. Yep. But that's a really big fallacy, and there's a lot of big assumptions baked into that. So we wanted to talk about what is a better way to evaluate whenever you're looking at whether you should pay off your mortgage or put that money to work in the market. Yeah, you're right. Most people give this really napkin math answer of, hey, if you expect the stock market to return more than your mortgage, invest. And if not, pay off your mortgage. But that has a lot of assumptions, as you said, baked into it. And so people are often saying the S&P 500 is going to return 10%. But yeah. they're using historical data for that. And while that has been the average historically, you don't know if that's going to be what it is moving forward. Yeah. And it's not always 10% year after year after year after year. It's a little variable. There's just some volatility in there. Just a little bit. As people are learning the hard way. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Investors have learned this the hard way. So there have been a period of zero returns for an entire decade. So mm -hmm. if you were to put your money to work in the year 2000 at the height of the, of the peak bubble, of the yep. tech bubble... All the way until 2010, you'd essentially have a zero return in the, the S&P 500. That's brutal. But, however, the average mortgage rate in the year 2000, January 2000, was 8%. So if someone had an extra $1,000 a month and they chose to either put that $1,000 a month into their mortgage payment or take that $1,000 a month and invest it in the S&P 500 over the next 10 years, which would win? Well, obviously, the yeah. answer would be in this scenario would be the mortgage because the market gave you zero returns for that entire decade. Yeah. And you would have been making a natural assumption of, oh, the market's going to return more than this. I should just invest it. But as you said, that's not a guarantee. So that's no. why it's just a fallacy to do this simple math when thinking about paying off your mortgage. And yeah. the thing to remember is your mortgage payment is a guarantee. You are paying that off one way or another. So if you have a mortgage of, let's say, 3%, mm -hmm. That is a guaranteed return if you put money into that. So as an investor, if you're looking at, do I invest in the market? Do I pay off my mortgage? You need to factor that in. So we think a better way to do it is to look at what that risk-free rate is. You know, and that risk-free rate is just that rate of return that's going to be a guarantee. That's generally from the U.S. government and treasury bills. So it's their yeah. U.S. government bonds that are shorter than one year of maturity. Yeah. And those right now are yielding over 5% for a six-month bond. Which is unusually high. Yeah. And so if you're sitting on a 3% mortgage, which a lot of people are right now. Yeah, majority. You're looking at a risk-free rate for a six-month T-bill for 5%. I mean, it's a pretty much a no-brainer at that situation. Yeah, you know, absolutely. Put it into the risk-free rate. Yeah. I mean, that's, or even if you want an online savings account, those are yielding about 4% right now. If you look at Ally or Synchrony, we have a really good cash video you can check out more on those. But uh, yeah, that's another no-brainer. I mean, yeah. This is risk-free, cash-in-the-hand money yep. compared to the average mortgage rate of, say, 3%. Yeah, and it's a better analysis because it truly is apples to apples. I can get this guarantee if I invest in my mortgage and pay that mm -hmm. off versus I get this from a bank account. So a better way to look at the math of it and eliminate that variability and that unknown of stock market returns. Yes, yeah. And so understand that that risk-free rate does change Day, day. Yeah, absolutely. All the time. So it's not going to be 5% a year from now or two years from now. I mean, this literally does change, you know, every day. Yeah. So you, you have to look at where you're at versus where the market's at. Yeah. So, and yeah. I think that makes sense as well when you're looking at what do I do with my funds? It's an evolving decision. Most people don't make this one decision. Oh, I'm paying off my mortgage and then never think about it again. That's why I think this reviewing the cash makes sense 
to go, yeah. what might make sense for me today? And maybe I'll take a look in a year to see how the world's changed. And then I'll take a look, should I invest or pay to pay off more extra? Yeah. And on that note, age is also a very big factor to take into consideration as well. Mm-hmm. So if you are 35 years old and you have a 30-year fixed mortgage, then you know that's a little bit different than if you're very different 65 years old with a 30-year fixed mortgage. Yep. Very different you time horizon. You have this horizon. little thing called retirement. And retirement <laughs> income you have to think about. Yeah. Yeah, that's a big one. I think there's so many non-financial decisions that factor into this that I think we both agree you're better off looking at your personal situation and your goals and priorities is probably a bigger factor than the actual math of it. Because anybody could look at any time horizon, like we mentioned, if this was early 2000s versus 2010 versus 80s, it's all going to have a different result. Yeah. You don't know what the future holds. So you're often better off just making a personal decision on what makes sense for you? And that part of that might tie into what's your net worth and how much of your home is your net worth. Yeah. If your home equity makes up 80 or 90% of your net worth, it probably doesn't make sense to advance that and get to even 100%. larger, 100% <laughs> even quicker. It makes sense yeah. to build up liquidity. It makes sense to have more cash, invest, and try to grow and compound your wealth more. So that's another type of decision you might look at that's not purely a math decision. Yeah, and also keep in mind what actually gives you a lot of confidence and peace of mind. Now, this is sort of the non-financial aspect of this. Yep. And I don't think we have ever heard anybody say, gosh, I really do regret paying off my home. <laughs> not once. <laughs> I've I never heard that. I don't think I've ever heard anybody say that. And so even though it may not make the best financial decision, even if you're sitting at a sub 3% mortgage, mm-hmm. there's just something to about, about paying off a mortgage and being mortgage-free, especially whenever you're going into retirement and you're really starting to count what are your monthly expenses? Like, what are you on the hook for Yeah, every single Absolutely. Month? It's a stress and it's, it's unknown how each person reacts to that, right? And yeah. how you feel. So that's why this is the biggest thing. Take a look at your situation and understand what you want to do because as you, I agree, nobody ever has regretted paying off their mortgage early. And even if you are younger and things do skew towards investing and trying to compound and grow your wealth, if you prefer that and you feel more confident doing that, it gives you more flexibility to change careers down the line, start a business, Yeah, do it's what makes you feel management. best. I think yeah. both of these strategies can end up at the same end goal that a lot of it is personal preference here. Yes. Yeah. So what's the closing here, right? So it really does boil down to a combination of your financial and your personal decisions. Your situation is going to be a lot different from mine, a lot different from Peter's, mm-hmm. or even yep. your next door neighbors, yep. right? So you have things like, what is your current mortgage rate at versus what's the market rate for the risk-free rate? Mm-hmm. You know, what's your personal risk tolerance? What is your time horizon? When is your retirement? Mm-hmm. Right? Are you starting up a business? Or are you going to be going into a new career? Like you said earlier, it's going to be a little yep. more risky than others. It's uh, it's not straight line. It's just, hey, the market's going to give you 10%. If you're paying under that, then just put it in the market. A yeah. more complicated. Yep, definitely is. Well, thanks for watching. Hope you found it helpful. All right, thank you. Thanks for watching. Again, my name is Ryan. This is Peter, and we run a financial advisory firm called Bull Oak Capital. If you want to learn more about how we help our clients achieve true financial independence, be sure to check out bulloakcapital.com.